Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.
If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Welcome to the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. I'm Levi at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. And I'm Tommy at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. And today is this morning slash last night slash some weird time frame. Today is King of the <laughs> Ring, the, the start of the King of the Ring reviews, King of the Ring 1996. I have a quick disclaimer before we go into the review and before we hit our plugs. Uh, I have a crazy work week going on this week, so I will be kind of following along with Tommy on King of the Ring 96. I've, I've probably seen it five or six times, but I didn't take notes and review it this time, but I do somewhat remember it, so... Tommy's going to be the, he's going to be the man here. Well, he already is the man, but. Nah. Anyways, yeah, and I just wanted to say, isn't it always weird when we have a guest and then we have to do one of these? It always kind of feels like a letdown. It's like, empty. it feels empty. Yeah, I feel like I'm <laughs> like, ugh. Like, yeah, we're just yeah. so, like, distraught and just tired. Yeah. But we're going to do our best to make this one fun. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's kicking off the King of the Rings. And if and anybody listening, if it's not. If you feel like this review isn't like awesome as you're listening, which it'll be great anyways, because we always do a great job. I'm not trying to toot our own horn. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> Well, Anchor's tooting our own horn today. They uh, sent me a message saying we were being featured today, and oh. I'm sure it was because we brought them so many listeners. Thanks to Dana. Well, she brought the listeners. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so... Either that or they listened to our, our uh, interview this morning, the, po- the episode, and they were like, you know what? It's time we uh, show these guys some love. Yeah. So thanks, Anchor. You've almost redeemed yourself. Yeah, almost. 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 But as as I was saying uh, before we hit the plugs, I since I I'm gonna take a back seat to bake. I'm gonna take a back seat to this one. I'm gonna take a back seat. <laughs> hey guys. But uh, the next one, I'll, I'll next week's uh, King of the Ring review or whatever we do next week, I will have more time. I just have a lot of. I got a very busy work week this week. He's got a lot so. on his plate. Yeah. Hey. Oh, that was good. I like that. that was yeah, a good see? Yeah, see? Uh, hey, see? Yeah, see? Hey, forget about it. Hey, he's got a lot on his plate, but it's a nice presentation. Oh, it's really got a little oh. schmear. He's got a little schmear on it with a strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't hey. forget the don't forget the roasted fingerling potatoes. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't garnish the plates. Send them out looking like a nursing home. Hey, so if <laughs> inside inside joke, by the way, yeah. that's not that's so not what my plates look like. If anybody didn't vote on the Twitter poll for what you wanted for the hundredth episode, which is the twentieth, I was wrong yet again because we do Sunday and Wednesdays on pay per view weeks. So it is the twentieth, not the nineteenth. Anyways, so I put up a poll and celebration slash slash discussion one. So it's kind of just just kind of be a party 
type thing. Yeah, that works. We'll crack and some uh, gimmicks. yeah, we'll crack some gimmicks and uh, tell some old uh, old road stories and uh, yeah. whatever you know. Talk about what we've got coming up this summer. Uh, yeah. But yeah, do you have a uh, Dominion pulled up the card? I don't, but I'll do that right now. So okay, do that while I'm. Yeah, I'll I'll give the rundown of. Uh, well, no, let's do predictions first, and then we'll do this because I can run through this because I've literally got notes typed out. That works. Because I literally, 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 absolutely, 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 just absolutely, finished absolutely. watching King of the Ring '96. All right, so uh, Dominion has nine matches on the card. Uh, starts out, we got. For the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship, Suzuki Gun, uh, El Desperado, and Yoshinobi Kanemaru versus. I, I love Kike. hearing you say Japanese names. <laughs> Why? Because I like halfway botch it. Yeah, but you know you do a better job than I would. Well, uh, I don't know about that, but anyways, so uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> those guys versus Rapungi 3K, which is Show and Yo. So, and the champions are Suzuki Gun. I didn't. Know that because lately I've been unsubscribed uh, New Japan, but I'm gonna get back on it here soon for this. Yeah, you gotta get back on it for this. I yep. actually just checked uh, last night. I was watching some or night be- or no yesterday afternoon, uh, trying to kill some time before uh, Dana's interview, and uh, just to make sure I still had it because at this point I don't even know. Like so many subscriptions, I don't know when they come out. I know, man, and I gotta get on Honor Club too. So it's a lot better. Yeah. Anyways, uh, go ahead. So, Suzuki Gun versus Rapungi 3K. Who you got? Uh, I'm taking Sho and Yo. I think, I think I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm with you. Sho and Yo is going to win that. The tag Especially belts. after their... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Quick one. Their... Uh, their... Uh, how should I put this? Their uh, impressive uh, Super Juniors run. Yeah, man. So, I think they're over. They got a, yeah, they got a hold of this one. Uh, so, I'm with you on that. We'll take Rapungi 3K getting the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles. Uh, next, we got Taguchi Japan, which is Juice Robinson and David Finley, versus Chaos, Jay White, and Yoshihashi. Um, I'm, I could see this one going either way, but because Chaos is Chaos, I think Chaos is going to win. Yeah, and I would like to see uh, Juice and Finley win this one. But yeah, um, yeah I'm I'm kind of with you on Chaos. Yeah, it's it, it's tough to pick against those guys. Well, yeah, and it, it is one of those though. Here's the thing, because you know we did this with uh, uh, what was the last one we predicted? Anyways, um, Jay White. Style? Uh, yeah, yeah. So Jay White. Um, he's still the champ, right? Yes. So, which, he, I, it could they could win because it's not a title match, and it right. won't hurt Jay. So, yeah, that's why it could go either way. But I could, I still, it's like chaos. You know, it's like yeah, I'm, I'm with, with you. The, yeah, I'm thinking so. the exact same thing. Like All I right. could see it, but I don't think it's gonna happen. Right. I want it to, but if I'm doing a a with my brain and not my heart i'm going with chaos all right and on the next one we got another chaos match and i will say i gotta go against this one but this is uh chaos uh tomorrow tomohiro ishii versus toru yano or not versus tomorrow ishii and toru yano versus suzuki goon uh 
uh, Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. I take Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. on this one. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. is hot. Yeah, big time. And I'm not saying he's hot like I think he's sexy. I'm not saying he's a bad-looking guy at all. And not that there's anything wrong with that if you're a guy and you think Zack Sabre Jr. is sexy. But uh, I just mean, like, you know, he's he's over. Yeah, he's cute. You know, and, he's sexy. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So you're with me on that one, Suzuki Gun? Yep. Suzuki Gun, whatever. Uh, Suzuki Gun. Next, I'm kind of I'm kind of liking this one. Uh, it's a three-way match for the Never Open Weight Championship. Uh, Hiroki Goto, champion. Versus Michael Elgin versus Tai Chi. Um, I kind of just see Goto retaining this. Yeah. I love how every – we're not even – like, should I just let you just say what you think is going to happen because I agree <laughs> with everything? Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, I, I see Goto keeping it. He's – I think he's going to hold it till probably uh, that – the G1 later this year or something. Yeah. One of those. Yep. So – um absolutely right, so absolutely got, absolutely absolutely we got goto keeping the title uh next up is the tag team match for the iwgp heavyweight tag team championship and we know this is uh lij sonata and evil versus matt and nick jackson the young bucks now this is one that could be debated and of course we're gonna debate this right now and i and, and i don't want to say anything against my boys the bucks but i feel like it might be that you know like I could see Japan doing that, like the Bucks don't win it. They put on a hell of a match, they, but they don't win it, and they come up short, and they win later this year or something like that. But at the same time, I kind of got to go with the Bucks on this one, man, because Sonata and Evil's had those belts for a little while now. Yeah, and, and nothing against Sonata great, uh, yeah, as a tag yeah. team and singles I like wrestlers. their theme music a lot. I do, too. Um why do we do this, man? Like, we're just what? one person as far as our wrestling mind. Like, I, That's why we do a show together. <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time we disagreed with each other, like, honestly? Well, the biker taker. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I think that's the only thing, though. Th- yeah, and Randy Orton. Like, at one point, you- well, no, I can't say yeah. that because I liked him at one point, too. So. Yeah, now I'm, I'm, I'm off the Orton train. Damn so, it. Whatever. We'll we'll get some disagreements going on. We might just have to kayfabe disagree on some. Yeah, things. we'll we'll write a storyline out. <laughs> um, no, I, man, I don't want to go that, against my boys, man. But no, you know, so I, I don't I, know. I got to go with the Bucks, man. It, they're they're too hot, hot damn. Um, they're too hot, and going into the heavyweight division now, and right off the bat, going for the titles. Um, I think they can definitely win. To make a big statement. Yeah. To show that it wasn't a it wasn't a fluke, it's not a flop, you know, they're gonna do it and they're gonna run. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. And they got they got a shirt that says we're heavyweights now, so uh I'm a heavyweight. So yeah, I'm gonna go Bucks just because I don't want to go against them. But I can't which, like I said, Which is in my cart at youngbucksmerch.com right now. Are you kidding dude, it's in mine. I'm not joking. It's in mine. Is yours a medium? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Mine's a large, but I kind of thought about getting a Schmedium just because I'm, you know, bulking up a little bit. And yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of a heavyweight now. Kind of. But so, uh, yeah, yeah I'm going to stick with the large. I'll go Bucks because I don't want to, I don't want to go against them. But like I said, there is that chance I yeah. can see them retaining Sonata and Evil and then like later down the line, them getting the belts just to make it, maybe make it look like they weren't ready, but I think they're ready. 
Yeah. So I, I, I 100% agree. I think, I think it should have been done earlier. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't think it should have taken this long because they were junior tag champions. How many times? Seven, six, seven. Yeah. Something A like lot. that. Six. Um, I yeah, I think it's six. Um, which, like you said, that's a lot. So, yeah. I mean, they could have easily done this, like, two years ago. But, I mean, they've bulked up, man. They are heavyweights. I commented on one of their posts on Instagram, uh, like, a week or two ago. And I was like, hey, like, no shit. You guys, like, legit are looking a, a little bigger. Like, yeah. their arms and stuff. So, Well, even in the, the picture they have of them wearing those tanks, man, on YoungBucksMerch.com, where you can use uh, discount code Mrs. Matt. For ten percent off your orders, that's exclusive to Heels and Quads, by the way. Yeah. All right, so we go. We got bucks on that. Uh, next up's a six-man tag match. Uh, we got Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jushin Thunder Liger, and Rey Mysterio versus Bullet Club, Cody Hangman, and Marty Skrull. This is a tough one, dude. I am so looking forward to this match. As soon as they announced it, I was like, "This is like, I think could it's gonna legit be awesome. still the show." Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be awesome. I mean, obviously Omega and Nokata, which we'll get to, but this right here, this could be pretty damn close to being match of the night. Yeah. Ah, that's tough, man. I I could see Bullet Club taking a loss on this, honestly. I, I, you know, I can too. I gotta go. I gotta go. Thun- Juice and Thunder Liger, Tanahashi, and Rey Mysterio. And and with Ray being all in, maybe this is gonna set something up. Maybe him and Marty. Yeah, yeah. You think? Oh man, Ray and Marty. Could you imagine? God. Yeah. I'm just. I'm just saying. It's, it's just a an good, idea. It's a good idea. Yeah, I'm going uh, Ray's team here. Yeah, because it's Ray too. So he. Yeah. Know. And this will. This will be his first match in New Japan on this run because he was hurt the last time, right? Yeah, he was going to, but he got hurt. Yep. Yeah, it's strong style. Yeah. The bicep. This is is finally the match. Although I still would like to see Ray and Will Ospreay. Yeah, I would too. I really want to see that still. Uh, And speaking of Will Ospreay, up next we have Will Ospreay versus Hiromu Takahashi, who won the Best of the Super Juniors tournament, and that's pretty awesome. I did catch some clips of that final match. Uh so and it was sweet as it would that was be. a hell of a match. Um, hell of a match. I, I I don't know. I could. I'm kind of partial to uh, Takahashi here, man. I am as well. Hot off the Super Junior win. Um, you can't. As much as Will Ospreay is over as well, he don't need the belt. He doesn't need the belt, and you know you can't. And you can't build somebody up that much. Right. And then just to take him down. And Takahashi is kind of one of their guys, too. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to take Takahashi on this one. I think the, bu- yep, I think the belt's going to him. Uh, up, up next, <laughs> Tetsuya Naito versus Chris Jericho for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. Obviously, you didn't even want to say it, did you? Naito wins, but it's going to be yeah. a good match. Yeah. Yeah. Unless Jericho... I mean, <laughs> he knew we were going to agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, uh... Well, it's like, I mean... I, Jericho's just too busy to have that belt right now, you know? Yeah, I, I mean... He could. Even if he only defended it at, like, the bigger shows. Yeah. Other than, like, him saying he's the 10-time Intercontinental Champion, which I kind of think that's funny that he adds in the WWFE runs in that little uh, clip he did. Yeah. Um, I, th- I, I just found that comical. Um, but... 
like you said, I mean, he's just too busy and you know, he, he, he's basically there just to help put people over. And Nido, I want Nido to kind of hold he, that and, belt because he, yeah. he deserves a belt right now, man. And, and Jericho's putting New Japan more over than they already are right now. Right. By giving WWE competition. Yep. It's a hundred percent competition at this point because I'm, yeah, it is. I could I could watch Japan all week and not put on the network WWE network once, and it wouldn't hurt my feelings. No, no for a month, it, you know, it's just it, I don't know. But uh, I, there is the only way I could see Jericho winning the belt because there is that speculation, you know. But is because that would do a little more attention to New Japan because you got one of the biggest superstars of all time holding your second belt. Or, or well, second or third, you know, second, third highest belt. So, speaking of what? Speaking of that, hang on just a second. Something I gotta mess something up. Something happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it is a, it's a pretty clear cut, uh, finish here. I mean, a, a winner. I think Naito is definitely. The guy, but there is that like ten percent chance that Jericho could just grab the belt to, uh, you know, get a little more mainstream attention because where Jericho goes, the cameras go. You know, he's just one of those guys. So, but uh, I got Naito on this, and I think Tommy does as well. You there? Yeah. All right. Little technical difficulty. Sorry, I don't know what happened. I I, I was uh, saying that I think I got Naito on this for sure, and I think you do as well. Just yeah. Because. But it's going to be a kill. I think it's going to be a kill. I think it might be a little, I dare to say better than the Kenny match with Jericho, but man, I could see Naito and Jericho just killing it. Really yeah, like and, technical. But you know, and I think you're the same. I mean, it's not like we'd be mad if Jericho won. No, no, I wouldn't be upset at all because he, God, he would be such a foreign heel with that belt, man. Yep. It's so. like, it'd be like the Iron Sheik having it here, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got Naito and you as well. Um, and then last, but definitely nowhere near least, no time limit. Two out of three falls match for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship: Kazuchika Okada versus Kenny Omega, number four. And I got Kenny Omega all the way here, man. I agree. I was gonna change, change it up. my mind because of uh, hitting the marks. Hey, he makes a great point. He made a great point. Yeah. Um, But my heart and my brain both tell me Omega is taking it here. It's just, to me, it's like Omega's last stop on this IWGP title thing. Because, (sighs) like you said in that interview that we did, it's that last accolade that he needs to kind of finish this whole run. Yeah. And then he can do whatever he wants. If he if he decides to stay, then he can stay. If he wants to go to WWE, he by all means is more than capable of doing so. Because I think at this point, they would not shy away from signing him in a heartbeat. No, no, he's he's got all over him, and and I feel like the U.S. title was a stepping stone towards this, just to kind of gravitate him. You know, he already had lost Okada three times when he won the title. Two times, so um, I think I think it was like a stepping stone. So I, I mean, I got Kenny here. Yeah, Okada, Whether, Okada won the first one. It was a draw. The second one, Kenny won the third one, and now that's right. It comes down to two out of three falls. 
That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Kenny Omega going with the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. But I'll be I'll be looking forward to Dominion, man. As soon as I get done with my my week on uh, Sunday, I'm gonna get on New Japan and watch it Sunday night. So. We should have we should have a re- review ready for you guys Tuesday. For yeah, it's, that's gonna kind of be like my movie night with the kids yeah. on Sunday. So instead of watching a movie or whatever, Do we'll watch we'll watch Dominion together because I know they're excited to watch it too. Yeah, it's got some got some peeps on there. So all right, well. so let's hit WWF King of the Ring 1996 now. Before we go to WWF King of the Ring 1996, I would just like to say you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads. That is our official merch store on the Pro Wrestling Tees website. That's right, Pro Wrestling Tees. How big are we? How big are they? We're huge. Oh, my God. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads and get all five of our shirt designs. And we all know it is in the 90s, pushing 100 at this point, in the South especially. So grab some tank tops. The only one you can't get a tank top in is the purple right now, but uh, I think we are going to get that fixed up. So there you have it. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Heels and Quads is your one-stop shop for Heels and Quads gear. Oh, my. Oh, my God. He's so large. He's so sweaty and big. And hairy. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Uh, All right. So, yeah, King of the Ring 1996. And once again, I just want to throw that disclaimer out there in case you didn't remember the starting part or you just joined in listening or something. Uh, I did not get to see this one in full this time. So I'm kind of taking a backseat to Tommy with my little chime ins here. And, uh, uh, but I have seen it in full a few times. So there's going to be some bits and pieces. I'm sure I'm going to remember in your notes, but I did watch all of stone cold Steve Austin versus Mark Marrow this morning. That's as far as I got. So, hey, and that was actually probably match other of the than night. Sean <laughs> and Bulldog, that was probably match of the night. Yeah. Now, I want to throw another disclaimer out there. You guys got to remember it's summertime. So I've got kids running through the house stomping. I'm in a room. So if you he- pick up any kind of sound, I apologize in advance. Or yeah. if you've heard any previous, I apologize. It's been pretty quiet on your end, actually. Okay, good. So maybe we're yeah, maybe nothing. the mic's not picking it up. All yeah. right. Because I am using a new mic, and it's been eh, iffy so far. It's been funky. All right, so WWF King of the Ring, 1996, from the Mecca Arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Milwaukee. One of my favorite King of the Ring setups here, too. Yeah, like or this. or as Alice Cooper says in Wayne's World, Milwaukee. Milwaukee. That's uh, my mom's side of the family's hometown. So. All right. Do I need yeah. to go check on it? It's sunny out. Yeah, you might swing by if you can. <laughs> it, it's hot. It's hot. All yeah. right, uh, so 8,762 in attendance. That's a low number, man. Yeah, it wasn't, but these, it wasn't super packed. But King of the Ring and In Your think... House, these kind of pay-per-views, they were always in small arenas. And WWF at this time was running smaller arenas. Even WrestleMania yeah. was doing, like, you know, the the arenas. They weren't doing stadiums, so. And this was... You know, King of the Ring was the 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 fifth out of the big five because you know, yeah. it was the big five, and still to this day, I wish they'd bring King of the Ring back because I, I do it. too. Even if it was just a televised thing, one of one King of my of favorite pay per views, and, and I mean, yeah. when they tried to bring it back on TV, like when Sheamus won it, it was, it <sighs> was all right. Same. It was Wade all right. won it. Yeah, I think Barrett won it when it was a network special. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. And then and then they release him, so yeah, it's like. <laughs> I'm afraid Whatever. I got some bad news. You're yeah. released. 
And I think this, uh, I think the Mecca arena was like, like you were saying, they were running the small arenas. It was just a smaller arena for this. Cause they were needing to, you know, WCW is killing them right now. Yeah. So they needed to sell tickets and they didn't, I'm sure they didn't think they could sell a 16,000 seat arena at this point. So they went, Hey, to do eight. you have the date on this? That's the only thing I didn't get. June 23rd, 1996. Okay. So this is what a week before or after Bash the Beach 96? Uh, that's tough. There's They never ran them the same, I don't think. And I, yeah, I no, I know it's was, not the same. I want to say this was after. Let me check real quick, but we'll get our facts yeah. straight. Check on that, but there were 197,455 pay-per-view buys. Uh, no, this is, yeah, this is a week before. Okay. Bash, Bash was July 7th, 96. Okay. Right. So it was it was right before the you know the groundbreaking moment in in wrestling history. Of, so of the Hulkster shock in the world, and and we'll get to that too eventually. I'll vape yeah. to that. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so the show opens with a uh, video package. It replays the Warrior and Lawler feud. Um, Lawler bashing the picture over Warrior's head when Warrior's wearing the baseball hat because he was afraid Lawler was going to hurt him. Yeah. And it talks about Warrior's destiny. What exactly is his destiny at this point? Because I don't think they ever had any intention on putting the title on him. No, this was it was weird that Warrior had came back at this time. It was, just, it was strictly it was just a money off. thing. Yeah, that's what it was because they, you know, once again, they needed to get eyes on them and not on WCW. So, and he had that comic, and that was part of the whole deal. Was WWF was going to sell the comics, and yeah, they gave him a bunch of money up front for him and whatever. But anyways, and then who will be King of the Ring '96? Uh, they spotlight Mark Marrow, Stone Cold, Vader, and Jake the Snake. And with with Mero, Austin, and Jake all talking for themselves, and then Cornette obviously speaking for Vader. Um, then they do a brief little clip of Undertaker and Mankind, uh, Smoking Guns and the Godwins for the tag titles. Sonny does most of the talking in that little clip. Goldust versus Ahmed Johnson for the IC title. Uh, the main clip they show is Goldust giving Ahmed Johnson mouth-to-mouth back, backstage when he's on the show. Yeah. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Creamy and delicious, try strawberry and vanilla for two grams of carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Dairy Snacks are now available in the yogurt aisle at Walmart. Always consult your physician before starting an eating plan that involves regular consumption of high-fat foods. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Uh, still love that oh Um, god it was great and then of course bulldog and Shawn michaels with their controversial match the month before for the title and i think this might actually be the first time that Shawn michaels ever uses the phrase kick your teeth down your throat which he goes on to kick your teeth down your throat down your throat (laughs) yeah the heartbreak kid (laughs) um and then 
the the video package ends with the the voiceover guy saying, "This is the greatest card ever in King of the Ring history." And I don't know. About yeah, he all says that. it like he says it like three times. Yeah, I'm like, eh, maybe to that point, maybe. Yeah, I think there was some better ones after. I this. don't. I, but I mean, God, I still love '93, but I think I'm just partial because that was the Hulkster's last. I mean, I liked I liked a lot of the ones before this, just because it's just that that '95 was classic with Mabel winning. Oh yeah, I didn't like that at all. Yeah. No, no, no. And I, I, like I mean, I I didn't like the Mabel or the Mabel gimmick. But, I mean, I the loved Mabel. Viscera. I loved Viscera and the world's yeah. largest love machine. Yeah, but I loved Viscera. I, I just didn't like Mabel. It was just because he started off too happy with Men on a Mission and the whole thing with Mo, and and then yeah. he turned heel. And it was just a something to give Diesel a run at, but he needed to make a big it look guy. tough. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, so to before the show, actually, free for all, the Body Donnas defeated the New Rockers. In eight minutes and six seconds, didn't watch it. It was on a free-for-all. I could go on YouTube and find it, but I'm not going to do that much work. Um, and then a dark match, Triple H, Paul, defeated Aldo uh-huh. Montoya, a.k.a. Just Incredible, in a dark match at three minutes flat. I'm assuming probably with a pedigree or by cheating. Yeah. Um, then the show opens and Vince welcomes us to the Mecca Arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Da, 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 da. All right. Rest in peace, Owen Hart, man. Yeah. I loved him so much. And of course, JR is assisting Vince on commentary with Jerry the King Lawler having a match coming up later this evening. Yeah. And Owen makes his way to the commentary table to assist because he's already been taken out of the tournament. And we'll talk about that because he was defeated in the quarterfinals by the wild man, Mark Marrow. And then, you know, it always throws me off uh, at this part. And any time, any show around this is when Stone Cold's ringmaster music comes Yeah, out. it's so weird, but he's Stone Cold here. Yeah, yeah, it's odd. And it, uh, what was it, a month or probably about a month later after this, he got the stone cold music dun 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 it was real flat just dun 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 you know yeah it, yeah it wasn't very long after this i think that that uh his coronation speech kind of triggered like maybe this isn't the best thing or maybe they were just still waiting on jim johnson to finish his music yeah but uh stone cold comes out first it shows clips of him beating bob holly and savio vega and then, ah, here comes the wild man. And Vince is all excited because it makes it sound like he's excited for Mark Merrill, but, you know, he's excited to see that Sable. Yeah. Um, shows clips of Mark Merrill defeating Skip from the Body Donnas and Owen. And the match starts off really nice and technical. It reminded me a lot yep. of their WCW matches. That's um, You know, that's funny. That was exactly what I was going to say, man. Lots of headlocks and mat wrestling, the slow pace, kind of wrestling, and hip tosses. And I was like, mm-hmm. man, this reminds me of uh, Johnny B. Bad versus Stunning Steve. Yeah. And, and and if you haven't seen any of those matches, go back and watch them because I actually tweeted out uh, probably a year or so ago to Mark Merrill and Austin. And Mark Merrill actually responded. And I was just, you know, commending them on their great matches they had in WCW. Now, this isn't as good, but I think once Austin, which I'm getting to, um, busts his mouth. It picks I think up. That it, it picks up, but I think they're trying to rush it 
to take it home. I think this match actually would have went a little longer because there were so many short matches on the card. Yeah, it might have been a 20-minute instead of 16 or whatever it was. Yes. But anyways, before I get to that, the Sable chance starts super early. She's already over, and she hasn't even hit her stride yet. Wow. Um, they talk about Mark Merrow being a high flyer and taking risks, even when they're not that necessary. Because he's a wild man. (laughs) (laughs) And then it's a nice back and forth, each of them going to the outside. I noticed Um, the, uh, not to interrupt, but I do have, this is the only one I have notes on. No, yeah, Um, talk away. Stone Cold, uh, I I noticed he kind of did a little heel tactic here and there. And this is before he was obviously the, the, you know, full-blown, like, anti-hero, uh, he roll, he gets out of the ring and he he does the timeout sign, mm-hmm. and then when he gets back in, he does the old handshake tactic, and uh, I just put heel with a question mark, you know, because it's like, I guess he was kind of he had heelish tendencies, and then it that's when it you know later on it obviously blew up into uh, him being just the anti-hero, the guy everybody loved to, well loved to love I guess, but the anti. What do you call that? He, he's the guy you wish you could be. You he's know? the anti-hero. Yeah, okay, yeah, it is the anti-hero. Yeah, it's so. the anti-hero. Okay. He, uh, he's like the vigilante. Like it's Stephen like, Amell. Like Stephen Amell. Did you see Arrow. the BTE, by the way? I did. He got arrested, man. He got arrested. He he killed <laughs> he killed Joey Ryan. Yeah. He's but a it, ghost now. We'll but see if you notice, We'll see his ghost. If you notice, when Hangman was sitting on the couch, it, he was wearing the exact same outfit. <laughs> and the same glasses. <laughs> and he still has the blood stain on his boot. I love it. Anywho. So. Anyways, we digress. Yeah. Um, so it's a nice back and forth, each going to the outside. Austin pulls back that blue mat, which is classic. Anytime you saw somebody pull back the blue mat back in the older days, you knew they were either going to get a back body drop or they were just going to kind of like lightly slam them down. <laughs> Yeah, onto and, the concrete floor. And he lands foot first and then falls. Yeah. <laughs> like and I then, said, lightly. Yeah. Um, Owen's constant digs at Sable. Like how she needs to be in a kitchen. Like wh- what makes a woman a good manager. Oh, stuff man. like that. I mean, it was just, it was, I think it was a rib. I'm sure it, it was because that's e- how Owen was. Either on Sable or on Vince. Because I could see Vince like sitting there like like nudging him like to knock it off or something but oh yeah yeah you know um Mm. austin's mouth gets busted open uh and actually ends up he ends up going to the hospital and they didn't know if he was gonna make it back in time because he had to get stitches so that uh i've seen that match uh, i've probably seen it five six times yeah and i've never seen the exact moment he busts his mouth apparently it's off it was a backdrop or it was a what it was a plancha, apparently, because okay. I've always tried to catch where it was exactly, too. I've always tried to pinpoint it, but it's always like the camera never hits it just right, and then all of a sudden the camera hits, and they're like, oh, my God. And he's busted open. Speed. Yeah. Um, but lots of false finishes. That I loved that. It was a quick pace, you know, back and forth, almost a cruiserweight style um, false finish where it's like, you know, roll up, and then, you know, all that. I mean, just – Awesome stuff. It makes a good good wrestling match. Um, yeah, and then Austin it was, a, it hits, was a great match. Yeah, Austin hits like a like a modified stunner jawbreaker type. Um, and I wonder if he was kind of mad at Mark for busting his mouth open, like almost like okay, well, I'm gonna jack your jaw a little bit here, buddy, because it, it looked a little stiff. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they go to the 
the let's see the right turnbuckle um i'm trying to like see it visually um and then marrow jumps up on the middle turnbuckle and kind of does like a almost like a naomi butt bomb kind of thing yeah and then they go back to the back and forth um austin on the defensive after a few more false finishes uh hits marrow with a hot shot two count finishes him off with a stunner and they uh make note that it's marrow's first loss in the wwf yep and, uh, and he was, uh, you know, he was a pretty good contender for this King of the Ring tournament here. Um, of course, I, I always, I, at the time, well, not the time, I wasn't watching it at the time, but if you look at it before King of the Ring and you hadn't seen King of the Ring, you would think Vader would win this. Just yeah. because of, you know, and especially because later that year he went on to face Sean and everything, so. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching at this time and I never thought that Stone Cold would win. I actually thought it would probably either be Vader or Jake, whoever won that match, I thought was going to win. Yeah. Um But yeah, so Austin wins at 16:49. So, uh, a decent match, almost 17 minutes. Um and then we go backstage and it's Jake the Snake who was blind but now he sees with handsome Dak Hendricks. And that's all I have there because I just Handsome wanted to say that. Hendrix. <laughs> I just wanted to say that. I love that. Uh, um, so the next match, uh, Vader versus Jake the Snake. That's when Jake cuts his little vibe, his Bible promo. Yeah, and it, I mean, literally, he says, "I was blind, but now I see." That's why where I got that little segue from. Mm. Um, and just going on and on about you know, because he he was uh, he said he was clean and sober, and he got his family back together, which none of that was true. Was um, it SummerSlam when Jerry Lawler starts pouring booze all yeah. over him? And stuff? Yes, yeah. yes. So that's two months later. Oh, um, that was bad. That actually would be a good SummerSlam because that was uh, Sean and... I like 96. Sean like and Vader. Yeah, yeah. We, might, we might try to get that one this year. Yeah, I like that one. Um, I, That's one of my favorites. I like 96 in general because Sean was the champion. Yeah. He, I didn't like I mean, Razor. They say that he didn't, he didn't draw, but man, just the match quality is worth watching. It wasn't his fault that he didn't draw. It was that everything was going. Everybody was drawn to WCW. Well, That's that and, and that and the fact that they were still trying to kind of book characters here in '96. Yeah, it wasn't the real life scenarios that was going on over in uh, Atlanta at the time, and which would come up to New York later yep. on. Yep. Um, so Vader's out first. Shows him defeating Ahmed Johnson, and and then it shows Warrior and Goldust going to a double countout. Leading to Vader receiving a bye in the quarterfinals. Out comes Jake. Clip of him beating Paul and Bradshaw. And then Vader controls the match. It's really short. Vader controls the match in pace, being the more athletic of the two. However, Jake still shows he can go. Just his technique and just the way, you know, his snake-like tendencies. I always Um, liked Jake the snake. Oh, man. He he was just... it It was his... It was his mind more than yeah. anything. Um, and then Vader uses the ref to avoid the DDT at the end to get a DQ, giving Jake the win at three minutes and 34 seconds. But he's not done. Jake already had bad ribs, so they say. And now he's hurt because Vader, Vader beats hits the hell out the, of him. and hits the Vader bomb. Um, and Jim Cornette's in there, you know, yelling at him and whatnot. Um, so they basically don't know if Jake can continue. He's getting helped to the back. But, you know... Anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> That's coming a lot because Vince is on commentary. So, Oh, yeah. Um, and then we go to the WWF tag titles, Smoking Guns with Sonny, defending against the Godwins with Hillbilly Jim. 
I always enjoyed the God ones. I don't know if it was because they were from Bitters, Arkansas, or the fact that they were just fun. Um, but I always go back to the uh, the Hogpen match with Henry Godwin and Triple H. <laughs> Do you remember that match? Yes. I loved it. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was so much fun. Uh, just the, um, it's the name, dude. The Hog Pen match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, Henry I O. Godwin idea, Hog. <laughs> I got an idea, pal. We'll put him in a Hog Pen. Phineas I. Godwin Pig. Yeah. Hog and Pig. It, it's yeah. just classic Vince. It's Vince's um, ideas. I got an idea. <laughs> We'll put him in a hog pen. Now we'll call it a hog pen. And we'll put Phineas nope. in it. They'll be slop and shit. And <laughs> yeah. everything. And they're not oh, going to get a good payday off of it. <laughs> and we're doing this all because of the curtain call. The curtain call, exactly. <laughs> yep. Tough titty, Triple H. But guess what? Eight years down the road, you're going to marry my daughter and basically acquire the entire thing. company. Yeah, exactly. Uh, hindsight. Vinny, you may have effed up during the curtain call, but uh, you're going to be the top guy of all time ever <laughs> because you're blowing. You're, my daughter's blowing you. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and you're uh, blowing me. And you're blowing me, Vince McMahon. So. <laughs> all right. So much, guns, much love to trips. Much love yeah, to trips. We got. We're, we're, we're teasing. Yeah, it's it's a it's a ribski. Um, so the guns are off to a fast start. Godwin's use our size to control the match. Bart hits Phineas with his boot, his own freaking boot, takes it off and whacks him in the back of the head with all four men in the ring, getting the pin at 10 10 to retain the tag team championships. That was a fun match. It was just back and forth. Um, Sonny at this point was just incredibly over. Yeah. I mean, she was the most downloaded woman on the internet, so they say. Well, of course she was. I want to see numbers. I want to see legit numbers. Yeah. One of these days, I'm gonna, one of these days we'll get to a sunny episode, and we'll have to look that up. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> we'll oh, definitely have to oh put a my. sensor on that. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Sunny, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> sunny, oh, no. <laughs> he invented the selfie. Yeah. All right, so then we're backstage with Cap... Camp Cornet, Camp Cornet, uh, Jim Cornet, the British Bulldog, and Clarence Mason, who obviously the Nation of Domination isn't around yet, but he finds his way into Camp Cornet and Handsome Duck Hendricks. With well, of Mr. course, he's there. With, with Mr. Per- he was the only backstage interviewer for this entire show, by the way. With uh, Mr. Perfect, he's the ref for the championship match, but he's in Camp Cornet's locker room, so there's obviously collusion. Bulldog mm-hmm. wanted him as the ref, and they kind of talked through that. Um, then, of course, we get Jerry the King Lawler versus Ultimate Warrior, the match everybody came to see. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Lawler's out first, and he does kind of his little gimmick at that time where he just calls everybody, you know, disgusting Idiots pigs. And, yeah. and Stupid women, all the Yeah, all the women are ugly, and Milwaukee's yep. a dump of a town. It's nothing like Memphis, Tennessee, of course. <laughs> Which shout out to our listeners in Memphis, Tennessee, because I know we have a few subscribers down in Memphis. But I love the town. I'm just saying, you know, it can be dump esque. Milwaukee is a little. It is a rough city, though. Yeah. I well, say. I mean, you know, Milwaukee, Memphis, Detroit. You know, there, there's, there's places that are a little oh, sketchy yeah. and, Every and, and got all their cities. Spots. Yeah, yeah, Little Rock's a dump. You know, Fayetteville's got it. Oh, little Rock's a total dump. Yeah, Fay- the whole Fayetteville's city, got, dude. 
Fayetteville's got spots in Springdale, you know. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't really want to hang out there. <laughs> Little sketchy ski. Yeah. Mount <laughs> um, Holmes got sketchy spots. Yeah, I mean, it does. It's, now. Cities. it's yeah. bad. Well, Gasville. <laughs> like, people are going to be like, where that the hell is... are they at? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Some, Some, uh, anyways. Deliverance. Lawler, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Lawler goes over to the uh, the coronation area with the, with the, the chair and the crown and scepter and all that and takes the scepter and as warriors making his interest jerry just starts beating the shit out of him with it mm-hmm. and uh i mean it, it's basically it's a all it is. driver yeah it hits the pile driver warrior, warrior doesn't sell <laughs> yeah. it, i mean verbatim i mean that's the entire match yeah, that's it dude lawler's entrance was longer than anything the match and, yeah. w- the match and warrior's entrance um, Warrior hits Jerry, Jerry Lawler with a couple of clotheslines and a running shoulder block and picks up the win via pinfall at 350. Classic War- Warrior match. Warrior's on the promo poster, too, if we didn't Oh, of course that. he He's, is. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's the poster boy. Yeah. And after that, snooze fest. And, you know, Lawler was still and is still a great wrestler. He can still go today. And this is after his heart attack and everything. But I've seen independent matches that because Vince won't put him in a match. Uh, but he, he still he does indies. The physical. Yeah. yeah, but he still does indies, and I mean, his matches are still, I mean, classic Lawler matches, man. I mean, he it's does great, his stuff, and yeah, there's he's not, a legend. There's not another person out there I can watch go off the top rope and drop a fist on somebody that and looks believe good. It. Yeah. Oh, I can, and when, when he pulls the it, strap down, dude, oh, yeah, forget anytime, about if it, I, dude. If I see Lawler in his gear, I, I pop. That, Just because Lawler's yeah. awesome, man. Isn't I've that seen Robert's favorite wrestler. I've I've seen yeah I've seen Jerry the King Lawler wrestle a couple of times, and the oh, yeah. last time I saw him was in Memphis, and he actually uh, was wrestling Randy the Orton. Pyramid. No, this was at FedEx. This I think this was the first oh, okay. year FedEx opened. It was the summer that Orton fought Hogan. Okay, oh uh, six. Yeah, and Hogan was supposed to be there and couldn't make it, and I was totally bummed. Like when they put the graphic on the screen that Hogan wasn't going to be able to make it, uh, and I was like, you know what? Let's just go. <laughs> Let's just go. <laughs> I don't even want to be here anymore. Yeah. Um. So then we go. Uh, let's see. Backstage once again with handsome Doc Hendricks and an injured forty-one-year-old Jake the Snake Roberts. So here, President Kayfabe Gorilla Monsoon says he's going to let the match continue, um, but he will be watching it closely. Yep. Um, then we go on to Mankind and Taker. I didn't take any notes here, only to the point I want people to go back and listen to our rivalries episode with Taker and Mankind. This is a badass match. It is the a really King, badass match. The one at King of the Ring 96 is one of the best ones of their 96 feud. But I want, I want people to go back and listen to the rivalries Taker-Mankind match. Or episode, but the finish is bear. Paul Bear attempts because does he really is he really mean to hit Undertaker here? Because as we know, months later, you know they make the switch ski and yeah. Bear goes with Mankind. So I put attempts in quotes to hit Mankind with the urn and hits Taker instead, allowing Mick to get the or I put Mankind, but I say Mick when I see it. It's weird mm-hmm. um, to win at eighteen twenty one. It says via TKO. So yeah. Taker just wasn't responding after the urn. So go back and um, listen to uh, the episode from a couple weeks ago, yeah. the Mankind Undertaker rivalries, because we do we cover had, this one among many others. Yeah, we had that was a fun one too. I loved that episode. Yeah, um, I'm gonna do another rivalry one. Yeah, we got uh, Eddie and Ray. We need to be and the, and, working on. And, and that one, we did we decide we're gonna do one because they've had a lot of rivalries. But did we decide if we're just gonna do one bit or all of it? 
I think we should just do I all remember. of it because I think they like I I think I texted you. They only had like oh yeah, that's right. They only it wasn't had, that like many. thirty six matches on TV, with yeah, like two and, of them being like battle seven hundred on house shows. Yeah, yeah, right. So I mean, there's enough there. Obviously, we could we could probably kill a two hour freaking episode on that. And I think people would listen because everybody loves Eddie. Obviously, we miss him, and everybody loves Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Um. So next up, we've got. Goldust defending the Intercontinental Champion versus Ahmed Johnson. 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 Ahmed using his power to dominate here. Marlena is puffing on her cigar, and JR makes a comment. She's going to have to smoke two or three cigars to get through this match. Um, mm-hmm. And just says little cl- clever quips there. Um, Goldust has the match won with his sleeper hold. He called, good night, sweet Charlotte, but decides to continue punishing Ahmed and then attempts to give him mouth-to-mouth again. So this is when Ahmed kind of, you know, makes a comeback, hits the Pearl River Plunge, and captures the Intercontinental Championship at 15 minutes, 34 seconds. And I remember, I remember this being like a, a fun little match to yeah, watch. Yeah, it was. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like the greatest match, but if Goldust was in it, and I did like Ahmed, but if Goldust was in a match, I, I wanted to watch yeah. it. Yeah, still. I was Goldust guy. Still, yeah. even if you know he's going to lose, still to this day, if he's on Raw, I'm watching that match. Because yeah. he's fun. He's he's better now than he ever was, I think. Yeah. Dude can go. I did like his... I, I liked the 96 gold. I, I, that whole run, that first run was just... It was awesome. It was bitching. <laughs> yeah. um, so then we get a Coliseum video exclusive with a celebration backstage. Coliseum video. <laughs> celebration backstage for Ahmed winning the IC title. And Shawn Michaels is one of the first to greet him with a big old hug. But he won't put him over. No. And I can say that I love Shawn Michaels. You guys know that, but he's never coming on the show, so. Eh. But yeah, he never put him over. But that was Shawn then. I bet Shawn now would put Ahmed over. Yeah. Um. So then we get Brian Pillman making his way down to the ring, and this is right after his car accident. He's on crutches. Um. He had recently signed with the WWF, but never really got to do anything because of that car accident. But I have noted the loose cannon goes off on JR and compares himself to Jeffrey Dahmer and then calls JR a stupid son of a bitch. Yeah, but classic Pillman. But his his delivery is why I even made note of this. So if you guys have not watched this or you haven't watched it in a while, go back even just to watch this little brief clip of Brian Pillman. Or even if you can find it on YouTube or whatever, I don't care. Just go back and watch it because it's awesome. Like he's just Full-blown loose cannon. It's, it's great. And we miss him, too. It's crazy how many of these guys on this card are gone. Um, yeah. So then we get the uh, finals to the King of the Ring tournament. and Monsoon offers to stop the match. Yeah, yeah get your Rogers talking in, ribs. boy. Monsoon offers to stop the match, and then, and then uh, uh, Stone Cold just starts beating the hell out of Jake the Snake. And attacking and attacking his uh, uh, ribs, or yeah, he attacks his ribs. Jake goes for a DDT. Uh, Stone Cold keeps going for the ribs, and Stone Cold hits a stunner, wins the match, wins the King of the Ring tournament at four twenty eight. Four twenty eight, and then he gets on the mic and he says, "You sit there and you thump your Bible and you say your prayers, and it didn't get you anywhere." 
Talk about your Psalms. Talk about John 3.16. Well, Austin 3.16 says I just whipped your ass. Whipped your ass. God, that's such a great promo. You gotta say it like that, dude. Ass. And then everybody like everybody pops when they hear that because they haven't heard that. And then after they pop, he goes, piss off. And then he yeah, and then he yeah, calls out yeah, he, <laughs> he calls out whoever wins the WWF title match and says that his his time is now he's next in line and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so and then he yep. makes his way to the back and that's it and then of course the main event WWF Championship match Shawn Michaels defends against the British Bulldog Davy Boy Smith which of course in any Shawn that's the last time and, I'm doing uh, that by the way. Any Sean and British Bulldog match, they're going to steal the show. Yeah. So It was great. And, you know, I just kind of – I've watched this match so many times because I had – you know, it's on, like, every Sean DVD. It's on a couple yeah. other DVDs. Um, that or the One Night Only yeah. one, I think. Um, but Monsoon has a change of heart and makes Mr. Perfect the enforcer, just kind of a precursor to the match. Makes him a, the uh, special guest enforcer instead of the referee. Earl Hebner takes over referee duties because in a main event championship match, who else do you want in that to ref? Earl Hebner. Um, it's a yeah. it's back and forth, classic Sean and anybody at this point. You know, he he takes the offense or he gets beat down first. Either way, you know, Sean's going to make a comeback. But both Jim Cornette and Diana Hart Smith, British Bulldog's wife, um, Brett Noen's sister. Um, interferes um, on Bulldog's behalf, of course. Um, and this is after that whole Sean and Diana quote-unquote kayfabe scandal. Yeah. <laughs> Where Bulldog mm-hmm. thinks Sean wants his wife and everything. You know, that's what made the, the last match kind of weird. But Sean goes yeah. for her Karana and Bulldog counters with a sit-down powerbomb. HBK makes an almost Hulkster-type comeback. Hits Bulldog with a forearm smash, elbow, drop, and, of course, the sweet chin music. And, uh, and that I mean, because think about it, you know, when he's down and he he kips up and then he does kind of like, it's kind of like Hogan. You know, you get the, you yeah. get the punch. When he does the jump, he hops yeah. up. Uh, yeah. But with HBK, you get the flying forearm. Off the ropes. Which I love. And with Hogan, you get the punches to the ropes. Hogan mm. slings them, big boots. Sean jumps to the top. Hogan, leg drop. Sean, sweet chin music. One, two, three. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, I'm not saying that Hulk Hogan is anywhere compared to Shawn Michaels in ring, but I'm just saying hey, the face title run. Probably it's, Sean has some influence from Hulk, from Sean. Yeah, they're going to – and I'm sure at some point him and – Sean and Vince sat down like, okay, when you're running face and it's going to be a clean finish or a somewhat clean finish because this is kind of an odd finish. But, yeah. you know, you're going to win the same way every time, a la yep. the Hulkster. But Mr. Perfect and Earl Hebner both go down to make the count. Owen leaves the commentary table and pulls out Mr. Perfect, allowing Hebner to make the three count. HBK retains at 26 minutes, 24 seconds. Then Owen and the Bulldog beat down Sean. Ahmed Johnson comes out to aid Sean because obviously they're buddies now. This, I think the next month at In Your House, they have a tag match. They do that tag match, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, that's all setting that up. Vader comes out to give Camp Cornette the three-on-two advantage. Warrior comes out to even the odds. The faces stand tall. Show ends. 
Um, bada bing, bada boom. So, when did Warrior leave in '96? Because I because I'm a... I'm wondering why he wasn't in a triple. It, it, he had to have been gone after this. Yeah, because he didn't do SummerSlam, and I would I would have thought that he would have been in the SummerSlam match. The... Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up real quick. See when all Warrior left. If you want to do, uh, did you do collar and elbow yet? I did not. And yeah. uh, hit that. Well, I'm gonna look can, this up. You can head on over to collarandelbowbrand.com. That's collar and elbow, like the collar and elbow tie-up. Collarandelbowbrand.com, and at collarandelbowbrand.com, you can just load up your cart with all the merch you could imagine. Because once you get to checkout, you can use the coupon code Heels and Quads in all caps to save ten percent on your order. And that's not the only site you can use the coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps. You can also go to Zubas.com. We are actually reviewing this episode in the time period of Zubas. Uh, Zubas.com, Z-U-B-A-Z. You can use the coupon code HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout, and that saves you 15% on your order. That's CollarNobobrand.com for 10%, and Zubas for 15%. HEELS AND QUADS in all caps at checkout. All right, and just to finish that up, I got it just in time. Warrior was scheduled to team with Shawn Michaels and Ahmed Johnson to face Owen Hart, Davey Boy Smith, and Vader at In Your House 9 later that month, but the WWF terminated Warrior's contract when he missed several house shows and taking time off allegedly to grieve the death of his father. Now I remember. That's Um, WWF owner Vince McMahon claimed that Warrior had not seen his father in 10 years and did not care much for him. Therefore, he did not take Warrior's excuse for missing house shows at face value. Warrior disputes McMahon's explanation, claiming that the real reason why he no-showed those events. It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed, and together, we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. The available AKG 36-speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360-degree sound, so you hear studio sound on the road. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving was a breach of contract by McMahon in which WWF sold Warriors merchandise without giving him a percentage. He was replaced mm. by Psycho Sid in your house nine. So classic warrior at this time, uh, basically he, he was touch and go, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, I think warrior would be a great spotlight at some point down the road. Not anytime soon. Yeah. But, I think we should. Yeah. Um, because obviously I, I was a, I was a big warrior fan. As a kid, I liked, I liked Warrior as a kid um, a lot, but obviously, hit, just getting more into the behind the scenes stuff, it's like it's rough, man. You just yeah. read it, and that self destruction DVD kind of killed it. Um, his and WWE released that DVD, that's, that's kind of the, the worst up part. part, yeah. And uh, and then I mean, he was like. And then all of a sudden, it was, when he came back to go in the Hall of Fame, it was like nothing happened. And then he dies. Which is what was crazy, man. He got his Hall of Fame, he got his WrestleMania, and then Raw, and then he dies. Which is the next really day. crazy, man, yeah. how that happened. Like It, it was, was like it had to happen before he could die. 
Yeah. And I'm not trying to get all, you know, spiritual or anything. No, but it's, but it's, that's it's just, just weird how it is. the world works, you know? <laughs> and of course, when, when that happened, there was total conspiracies online about yeah. them killing off warrior. But what do they, what do you gain from that? Yeah. Nothing. Like I just saw a YouTube video yesterday actually. And it was, I guess at some point, uh, warrior did like the metal sign which is like the evil eye and it's like tying him to the illuminati and i'm like come on he's a professional wrestler yeah get get out of here maybe vince but not warrior i don't know about all that yeah but so, i'm like oh give me a break all right so let me hit a plug real quick Yeah, tell me a little bit about heroes hideout all right heroes hideout is a true hideout for people looking for everything wwe and not only exclusive to WWE, they've got NECA, they've got Ninja Turtles, they've got everything. They got a ton of pop vinyls, including the new Bucks, Cody, Kenny, all on pre-order right now. And from retro collectibles, Mattel action figures to the newest elites, they have the hottest meet and greets of yesterday's legends to the newest rising stars of today. And if you can't make it to StarCast, like I've been telling you guys all day today and last night, if you can't make it to StarCast or All In, that's okay. Especially if you're in the upstate new york or surrounding tri-state area being new jersey connecticut pennsylvania new york all that stuff Uh, if you're along the eastern the east coast you're good you can get to albany pretty easy even if you have to take a train but the weekend before all in sunday august 26th the bucks marty and hangman will all be at heroes hideout and you can meet all four get an autograph and a picture for 160 bucks 160 you, you don't say that's a hell of a deal pal that's right <laughs> but you can go get those at heroes hideout ny.com you can buy the vip meet and greet you can buy you can just meet the bucks if you want i think it's 80 bucks just to meet the bucks um but but if wh- you use the coupon code yeah so if you use coupon code quads at checkout you save 10 percent. and don't forget that's heroes hideout ny.com Heroes Hideout is your new access to entertainment. Man, 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 man. <laughs> I had That's to do good. that. I liked it. I was I was testing out the new mic. Yeah, no, I so liked it. So speaking of the new mic, did it did it clear up after we started? Yeah, it sounds great. Awesome. Great. Sounds really good. I think it's just an issue because you plug in the headphones and the mic into a different adapter. And then it's through the lightning adapter. Yeah, I'm and sure it's, it's a whole you know. hodgepodge. Once I get, once I find my uh, uh, my mixing board, um, it'll be a lot better because I'll be able to level everything out and just it'll be sounding good. But hopefully yeah. this it comes off better than my voice last night because my voice is, it sounds like Robert and I sound like I'm talking. Can't. Yeah, man, it sounds really man. good right now. Good. So, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get me the my microphone very similar to that one, so we can be both mic and we can be mic buddies. That's right. So, uh, yeah, hope everybody enjoyed the episode, and I guess we'll talk. Hey, to and you we, next week. we hit it on the head right in an hour with 15 minutes to spare. There we go. All right, I like that. We'll talk to you guys next week. We will review Dominion either Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm thinking probably Tuesday. If we can get it all yeah. watched, um, and then worst case we could just swap them, and then immediately at get... immediately following this, immediately <laughs> as soon as I get this episode posted, I'm which you'll see, I'm gonna post a poll for next week's um, King of the Ring. Coder. That's right. So look for that. 
if you haven't voted already. And don't forget to subscribe, retweet all of our tweets, and leave a review wherever you listen to us. It helps tremendously. Very much. And what were you going to say? Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say to remember to tell your friends and... uh... Oh, tell your enemies. That's right. Oh, my. Hey, and if you don't have somewhere where you listen to podcasts on the regs... You can download the Radio Public app, and you can subscribe to all of your favorite podcasts there, and helps all the shows out just a tad. And you pay nothing, not a cent, but all you hear is a brief eight-second clip just saying you're listening to your favorite podcast on Radio Public, blah, blah, blah. Eight seconds, and then it kicks right off to Illuminate. So climb on up, but wash the cup that spit my dip inside. Cause I ain't never seen a country girl. And I was on a truck just had. Something about an eight second ride. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go put on the my uh, Stone Cold Country album now. Oh boy, that's a good one actually. I like to drink whiskey and listen to that album, but I'm not allowed whiskey. Uh-oh. Don't do whiskey before the show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I drank I drank so much whiskey remember. before 21 that. I, I hate the smell of Evan and Jack. I hate you it. You don't want to handle an Evan? <laughs> is it is it Evan? Is that it's the Evan. Yeah, that's what I thought. We're gonna that's we're cheap. gonna tell you stories about our buddy Rob and old chef on the hundredth uh, episode. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. gonna be all wrestling. It's gonna be it's gonna be half wrestling, half us. Just shooting the yeah. shooting the breeze because we don't really get to talk about it much other than wrestling when yeah. we do talk to each other. Because I have to stay away because he gets mad at me. Who? You. Me? Yeah. Mm. I don't get. I don't get mad. He gets upset. I'm just always away from my phone. So that's why like, he I'll, comes I'll, back like, text you back hours later. He'll have like 30 messages. He's like, Jesus, all the messages. <laughs> yeah, it's always a screenshot of something. Yeah, well, I mean, I like to show you numbers. and. Oh, no, I know. There's always like 30 screenshots <laughs> and 12 texts. And then maybe a I gif know. or two. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, where's he? Like, who's he talking to? Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a conver- <laughs> I'm having a conversation with myself, imagining On my texts, imagining what you're gonna say to me. I'm using my telekinesis, but I'm using it via text, via iMessage. Yes. All right. I like iMessage. I do too. All right. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Dominion review and King of the Ring to be determined. Probably the TBD. poll will be ending Sunday. Sweet. All right. There you go. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Mr. Tommy Walter on Twitter. Mr. Uh, not Mr. Tommy Walter live on Instagram. I don't really use my personal Instagram. I use the shows, which is Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast. And Levi, if you want to hit your Twitter and Instagram and the show's Twitter. At Levi D. Zindel on Twitter. I am at Levi Zinfandel, like the wine on Instagram. And we are at Heels and Quads on Twitter. So follow us all there. Like the wine Kool-Aid. Like the wine Kool-Aid. And on that note, we'll talk to you next week. And sometimes we blade. (laughs) And sometimes we do it the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Talk to you guys next week. Bye.
It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org slash auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.